Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Socially Sensitive Podcast. This is Socially Solo episode number 23. Today's Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. Um, today is National Cuban Sandwich Day. It's also National Sponge Cake Day. My favorite would be Twinkies. Bitcoin is at $21,456. Um, that's back up about yeah 1% from what it lost yesterday. Hope you all having a great day. Glad you're back listening. Um, today, we'll jump into the number one trending is, of course, uh, breaking news, which is to no surprise, I guess. But uh, Dr. Fauci is stepping down as director of the NIAID and the chief medical advisor to uh, Biden, President Biden, in December. Yeah, Dr. Fauci said it's never really a good time to leave but you have to leave sometime. I've been wanting to pursue another chapter in my career, as you mentioned a bit ago, because I've been wanting to do things outside of the government. And of course, there's uh, mixed emotions pretty much uh, along the political divide. Some of the, the blue check twit tweets, Dan Rather said, Dr. Fauci, thank you for your service. Please ignore all the haters. So I guess he's expecting people to be upset. Ram Paul wrote, uh, Fauci's resignation will not prevent a full-throated investigation into the origins of the pandemic. He will be asked to testify under oath regarding any discussions he participated in concerning the lab leak. Um, John Kennedy said that if Republicans take back Congress, Fauci will be spending a lot of time in front of a congressional committee. Uh, President Biden said, as he leaves his role, I extend my thanks for his service. America is stronger, more resilient, and healthier because of him. Matt Schlapp said, the legacy of Fauci will be grandmas dying alone, children losing years of their education, small businesses going under, all while he got to go on TV every day, not to mention funding the Wuhan lab. lab. He may be leaving the government, but a GOP Congress must hold him accountable. And a lot are saying, yeah, he's just preparing to uh, leave what a lot are thinking are going to be the big swing come November elections. Sounds like divided political. Everybody's, uh, they have their, their opinions. So I guess the basic sentiment is, yeah, we hate to see you go, Dr. Fauci, but we'll be glad, we're glad you'll be gone. I don't know, my guess is he's probably going to end up as some medical correspondent for CNN or MSNBC or, you know, which is where most of them head off after uh, leaving politics. Jump into House of the Dragon. How many watched it, uh, the premiere the other night? Um, you know, it's the, it's the story, the Targaryen Civil War story that takes place about 200 years before the original Game of Thrones. I guess it's not a requirement that you've watched Game of Thrones to watch House of the Dragon, but uh, I imagine it definitely would make it more enjoyable. Um, but yeah, the House of the Dragon, they had uh, 9.9 million viewers um, on HBO and across all its platforms in the U.S. Sunday. Said that it was the largest audience uh, from any new original series in the history of pay cable. Because, yeah, that beat Game of Thrones' original premiere back in 2011 by like three and a half times the viewers. 
But uh, this is kind of riding on the coattails a little bit of Game of Thrones. So, because yeah, the Game of Thrones finale had uh, over 19 million viewers. So, I, I mean, I guess it'll, the story will still have to be there in House of Dragon to continue with those numbers and to see any more growth. But, uh, um, and there's 10 episodes in this first season. But I, I, re- I mean, I really liked the first episode. It reminded me of the beginning of a lot of Game of Thrones. Is they just throw so many characters and so much information at you so quickly, it can be a little overwhelming at first. But if you uh, just kind of take your time, and and I'd recommend even rewatching the first episode or two, kind of let some of it sink in. But then because the story is still amazing, I think. Yeah, once you once you kind of lock into a few of the characters that you uh, start to care about and have concerns for their well-being, then uh, it uh, it really hooks you. Yeah, we watch on we have we have YouTube TV, which is kind of leading into our next little story because we we use uh, YouTube TV as our main service for watching live television, but also the unlimited DVR and stuff like that. But uh, YouTube TV is owned by Google. And uh, they did a uh, presentation recently for like all the smart TV hardware partners. Um, And they were showing off some of the, uh, the new services that you'll be able to do with uh, YouTube TV. And one of them they were showing you can watch up to four live streams um, simultaneously in a new feature. It says it's called Mosaic Mode. So they're kind of like the four all on screen at the same time kind of tiled up to four. And I was thinking, I don't, I'm not real sure what the use case for that is, which I, I guess it would be pretty interesting if you could. I mean, we have such large TVs n- anymore I guess if you could, them working with the hardware partners, like I said, say a, a Samsung TV or whatever the brand, if let's say you can watch, sync um, multiple uh, like Bluetooth headsets or earbuds to a, the TV and then have like two or three or four shows all going on at the same time on one screen and have the audio of one show going to one set of headphones and audio from one of the different shows going to a different pair of headphones. So then you could have like, you know, two children sitting there or two, anybody sitting there, multiple people sitting, watching um, different shows on the same television me and my brother would have loved to have had something like that growing up, fighting over watching one television, that if we could have, you know, shared one television and him watch his shows and me watch my shows at the same time, that would have been great. But I don't know if that's where they're going with it. But uh, but that seems to me like it'd be one good use case. And in their presentation, they also talked about uh, um, adding YouTube Shorts, which is basically their TikTok formatting for the screen to work with it in the software better and including YouTube music more and stuff like that. Saw CNN and Washington Post both reported today that uh, Twitter Inc. 
um, misled federal regulators about his defenses against hackers and spam accounts. Um, and this is according to Twitter's former security chief, Peter Zatko. Um, he said Twitter executives don't have the resources to fully understand the true number of bots on the platform. They're not motivated to either. Because, yeah, it is financially in their benefit to uh, have a little inflated numbers when it comes to users. Um, but, yeah, Twitter spokesperson said Tuesday that uh, Zatko was fired from his uh, senior executive role for ineffective leadership and poor performance. Should his statements, should the information that's that's coming out by this be considered coming from, yeah, like a whistleblower or from just some disgruntled former employee? And not sure how that would, this is going to affect, you know, because Elon had made the offer to purchase Twitter and then based off of numbers with the bots and the disclosing or lack of disclosing, it all came out or hasn't come out. That's still part of the legal battle, I guess, as to how he's backing out of the purchase now. But because, uh, yeah, he accused Twitter of hiding the information about how they calculate the number of bots. Um, but the trial for that, for the Elon purchase, is scheduled for October 17th. So I guess we'll just wait and see then. Me, I, I would like to see Elon buy it at a great deal. And uh, because I think he would have the motivation to genuinely fix it. That's all I've got today. Glad you all are here. Glad you stuck around here to the end if you're still here. Thanks for listening. If this is your first time here, go ahead and subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any of the future episodes. Um, while you're there, leave us a comment and a review. And you can do that on whichever app you listen to us on, because, yeah, we're on all of them. Um, and we're, we release the full podcast weekly. These, the socially solo episodes, every morning. So, um, hope you enjoyed this episode and have an amazing rest of your day. See you tomorrow. Bye. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.